Hacker Puppet Radio everyone, my name is Soak. Today I'm installing Windows. This is just to make sure it's all ready before Minizoak toys to install. As before I will be making notes as I go along and then I'll record the episode. So you don't actually have to sit around and wait for me to install things. I have VirtualBox running and I have a virtual machine all ready and set up for installing Windows. This will be the exact same VM that Minizoak will be using for both his installs, so I'm not going to cheat with different memory or anything which by the way is set to 256 megabytes. I made an ISO for my real Windows XP version that came with the laptop. I've grabbed the CD key from the bottom of the laptop which is annoying because the laptop's not stuck down but I've got cables and stuff plugged into it so I literally had to unplug everything before lifting up so which idiot came up with that idea. And the ISO is mounted on the virtual machine. Turn the thing on, press any key to boot from the CD, press enter to accept the XP's big, huge EULA here, which I'm not going to read, F8 to agree. Wait. And wait. And it has spotted an existing installation. Let's just copy over the top because I want to do this from scratch. Press escape to install, which doesn't really make sense. So, yeah, I want to continue, so I hit escape. Whereas all through the Windows operating system, escape takes you back, cancels, stops. Anyway, let's continue with C. Now, Time to pick a file system, so let's just pick quick NTFS format. Really doesn't matter, it's under 3 gig or whatever the fat 32 limit is, so who cares? So let's go and pick that, press F to format, and wait whilst it copies files over. And wait. And wait. And we're still waiting. And finally, it reboots itself. Now it's telling me about an exciting new look whilst doing flashy lights in the bottom right of the screen. Not quite sure what it's doing. Installing it says anyway. Odd thing is I don't remember it asking me any questions. Keyboard layout, that kind of thing. So I think it might have stolen some information from the previous install because it definitely asked me questions last time I installed. And in fact we skipped the collecting information stage entirely along with the dynamic update, but we'll see. See, I installed XP once and then reinstalled over the top now to make a list of everything so I'm not forgetting anything. No, here it is. Regional and language options. Okay to all that, we don't care. Name, Zoke, no organization, some weird random name from computer, name, blah blah blah. Okay that. It picks the time correctly, but then again as it's through a VM it should do with the BIOS. I must remember to see how that works in Subuntu. Network settings, let's just pick typical it says 29 minutes to complete installation, which is now 26 in the time it took me to type that, which really wasn't that long because I'm a pretty fast typist. Okay, install kind of done. Windows will automatically adjust my screen resolution. It's going to pick 800 by 600, which, to be fair, is probably the biggest we can do without actually going off the screen on this laptop. The laptop monitor is widescreen, so it's like 1100 uh, by 800 or some, some weird widescreen issue. Uh, 1152 by 800 I think. But 1024 by 768 won't fit because the 768 will be too big to go on the, the height because of the, the menu bars and things. So 800 by 600 probably is actually the most it can do without going off the screen so I'm not too upset about this. Okay, welcome to Microsoft Windows. Let's spend a few minutes setting up your computer. Well, wasn't it doing that beforehand? I mean, I don't know. Alright, how will this computer connect to the internet? Let's pick direct. 
even though it's not, but the VMware will handle that for me. Let's not register. Let's set up a new user, Zoke. And that looks like it's it, kind of. Let's install the VM guest edition so I don't have to keep clicking in and out of the window. Standard EULA blah blah blah. Oh, it's not past the Windows logo testing. Let's continue anyway, even though it complains about that twice, once for the screen and once for the mouse. Ah, how quaint. My first reboot. You never forget your first. Apparently. Anyway, it thinks the resolution is rather low at 640 by 480 which it had already changed, but hey, never mind. Let's click and increase the size of it back to 800 by 600 again. Let's not take the XP tour, but let's update. Start internet and it loads up the Hotmail or, or the live Hotmail login thing. Oh look, I have 30 days left to activate Windows. Fun! So now I must download and install this ActiveX control. Uh, let's say trust Windows because it's a virtual machine, don't give a shit. I need to install the latest version of Windows Update. <sighs> Windows is now downloading and updating the software it tells me and then it says it's registering. Which is like, okay, whatever. Okay, Express Updates. Then it nags me about how I haven't set automatic updates on. Alright, ignore that, don't care about that. Let's download and install now. A mere four updates to install. Which surprised me, I thought there'd be a ton more, but... And the four were... Background Intelligent Transfer Service, Windows Genuine Advantage, both of which are to do with putting more service packs and patches on your machine, and I think the other two were actually patches. Oh look, another reboot. And we're back a few minutes later. Wow, I can learn about the exciting new features in XP. And let's go back to updating. Start Internet Express updates again. Now it says I must validate my version of Windows. Now. I don't think an XP has the non-VM clause that Vista had, so this isn't an issue. It's was bought for this machine, the same motherboard is on this machine, it's still the same machine. I've not updated, well I put some more memory in, but minor detail, that doesn't count. Because you can have up to three changes, but the basic thing is the motherboard. If you change the motherboard, you need a new license. That's how my understanding of the legalese anyway. But there wasn't the VM clause, so there isn't a problem. This is a valid license copy of Windows XP for this machine. Let's continue. And it says validation in progress, which is a little interesting because I haven't actually entered a key in yet at all. But it figured that out and then asked me that I needed to do it. So how do I activate Windows? Alright, it says click start, point to all programs, point to accessories, point to system tools, and then click activate Windows. The activation wizard will walk you through the steps required to activate Windows. Click on start and shit, the whole menu system is now blocking the whole thing because the start menu is like two thirds of the screen because it's 800 by 600. So I can't actually read what it was saying, so I have to click off and make notes again. Anyway, so start, all programs, accessories, system tools. Um, I don't have an activate Windows in there. So the, the website is telling me to do something that I can't. I physically cannot do. So. Let's click on the little keys on the taskbar and try that. Activate over the net, but let's not register. Apparently, I do not have a valid key, which is crap, because as I said before, this came with the laptop. Okay, the website page says, use the new validation advisor beta, or beta, if you're American, beta, to activate your Windows XP and make it genuine, or genuine if you're, yeah, anyway. So let's try that. Windows XP has not been activated yet. Would you like to activate it now? Well, yeah. 
This copy of Windows XP must be activated before you can continue to use the validation advisor. Now, does anyone else see a problem with this? Activate it by clicking here. You can't activate it because it's not activated. Yeah. Alright, let's see what customer service options I get. This could be a laugh. Oh, error. Actually, maybe that's because it's an old IE I've got on here, like three or whatever. No, five. That comes with it, not six. Is that seven and six? Seven. Whatever. Anyway, old version of Internet Explorer. Let's go download that. Go to Microsoft, grab it. Oh, I can't because I don't have Service Pack 2. Which is fun. I can't update Internet Explorer to find out the customer service options from Microsoft because I haven't got a genuine version of Windows XP, they say. It is, but they don't realise it, so that according to them it is an invalid version, non-genuine. So I can't go on and get a copy of Internet Explorer because that requires Service Pack 2. Service Pack 2 won't because I don't have a genuine version, and because I don't have a genuine version I can't go to the customer support online to figure out how to download the Cache 22, basically. I mean... I could find out that is the alternative, but it's really kind of dumb that they block you in this so you can't do it because they've updated their website to not handle their old version of Internet Explorer that comes with XP. Anyway, so can we download Service Pack 2 from somewhere, somewhere non-Microsoft? Quick Google later, softwarepatch.com comes up first after the Microsoft ones for XP SP2. That's not a plug. I have no idea if it's any good or not. It's just that's the one that came up if you're following through. Dumny dum, alright, big download, 256, 266 meg. Well, okay, actually that's nothing compared to an ISO, but when you can't resume a download, it seems really, really long, it gets you worried. Wget-c for the win, or to win, or to pwn, or what, whatever the current children are saying, I don't know, I don't keep up with this, with this modern new age stuff. Finally, it's downloaded, and wait, it's going to take six minutes to copy it to my desktop. It's a single hard drive here in the virtual machine. How can it take six minutes to change the damn file allocation table from IE cache to desktop? What the hell is going on there? But anyway, it's going to take six minutes to copy it. Open the file, another supplemental license to agree to, blah, blah, blah. Then install and sit and wait. And wait. And wait some more and then clear some space off the hard drive because it's full. The actual hard drive, not the VM hard drive. And then wait. And then go and play Knetwalk because it's taken forever and Knetwalk's kind of fun. Alright, finally, restart. Which thanks the third time for restarting anyway. I've lost track. Then realise that it's 1.30 in the morning and you've been doing this for hours. But you have been doing IRC so it wasn't a complete loss and you've got some high scores on Knetwalk. Now it seems to have crashed on me whilst rebooting, so let's restart the VM and see if that helps. Oh, the loading screen's changed. It used to say the copyright was had a date on it, it was 2002 or something, but now it's lacking any dates at all, it's just copyright Microsoft. So hopefully that means it's done something. Alright. It's complaining about turning automatic updates on, blah blah blah, whatever, it might stop nagging me. It's going to do it at 3am in the morning when the VM isn't going to be on. Anyway, but whatever. Oh no, I don't have any virus protection. Whatever, ignore that. Now, let's see if we can grab IE7 and save it to the desktop again. And this time, it's taking about 20 seconds to download. Run it, accept the license agreement, another latest updates thing, whatever. Now it's downloading updates for Windows Internet Explorer 7. Except I thought I'd just gone to the Microsoft website to download the latest version. 
So why did we have to download updates for Windows Internet Explorer 7 when we just downloaded Internet Explorer 7? I mean, what is up with that? If you're going to do that, say download this to install web install or whatever, call it. Don't say download Internet Explorer 7. Anyway, whatever. The other thing that bugs me is the bar just keeps going round and round and round and round. So it's not like from left to right. It goes from left to right and then left to right again. And it's just no idea how long it's going to take. And I want to go to sleep, preferably before the wife has to get up. So I've got 19 moves on novice and 33 so far on normal. One, oh, sorry, KNet walk. Um, so it's running the malicious software removal tool. Although that's a bit odd. It doesn't actually seem to be removing windows. So maybe we should file a bug report with that team. But Anyway, so it's four minutes of sitting there updating, which was actually a longer it that took to download the damn thing. You know, so what, I mean, what was it doing there? But I'm going to board a KNet walk now. It's a fun game, but you can only play a few games at a time. It's been about six minutes-ish. It started 1.36, it's now 1.42 by the clock. Alright, what other games do we have here? Oh, desk full again. It's got a 1.3 gig so far and all I've done is install XP and update Internet Explorer. That works well, doesn't it? Anyway, I'd already put some stuff aside to wipe, so let's wipe that and continue. Another reboot. Number four, I think, if we're keeping track. Another crash. Doesn't like rebooting for some reason, but let's restart manually. Now, what was I doing? I was doing... Uh, some something. Um, ah, yes. The Windows Genuine Advantage, which is an advantage for them and not for you. Ooh, I'd forgotten how IE had put the menu bar in the middle, not the top, and that's just... Ugh, eek. Alright, Tools Windows Update. Express. Need to validate. Again. This time... It pops up an activation screen automatically. No, I do not want to register. Alright. It fails again, so let's try it through IE. Do it that way. XP is not being activated, we'd like to activate it now. Now it says I've got a phone I'm up to fix it. I mean, what is up with this? Anyway, for a laugh, let's contact them via instant messenger, which is one of the options. Oddly enough, the only thing that's required to do is tell them how they should address you. Hmm. The possibilities. Linux guy. FMS. Or even RMS, actually. No, no, anyway, let's just put Zoke. So here we go. Amory, this is called A M O R Y. Amory. Um, uh, Am no, no, anyway. Amory has joined this session. Connected with Amory. Welcome to Microsoft Customer Service Chat, Zoke. How may I assist you? So I said I'm having trouble activating XP. Have you reinstalled your copy of Windows XP? Well, sort of. This is a VM session. But it is a valid for copy for this machine. I would request that you contact our Windows Activation Center by calling blah blah blah. They are available 24 hours a day. Can't you actually help me with this? No, we're in customer service and we're not technically trained. Ah, uh, well, uh, thanks anyway. You're welcome. Is there anything else I can help you with today, Zoke? Well, actually, the only help he gave me is to remind me how shit the Microsoft support is, but... Anyway, no thanks. Thank you for contacting Microsoft Customer Service Chat. Please feel free to contact us again. We are available 24 hours a day and 7 days a week. System messages Amory has left this session. This session has ended. Well, whatever. That was completely useless. I really can't be asked to phone them up at 2 o'clock in the morning, even though, actually, their website, which is support.microsoft.com slash gp slash contact wga, does say their hours are 9am to 11pm. Atlantic time, Monday to Friday. 
response time approximately two minutes. So the whole we're available 24 hours a day. Sorry, him saying that the phone number was available 24 hours a day is kind of weird. Anyway, I'm going to go off to bed now and continue this later. Well, except obviously it is later because I'm doing the notes. But anyway, so I just tried to boot up the VM and it blue screened and instantly rebooted on me. I have no idea what was going on, but trying to discarding the snapshot took me back to the previous install I did when I wasn't making notes, so that was a complete waste. I'm giving up, whatever. Now, it should be good enough to get Minizoke to be able to compare the two versions, so hopefully that will be good enough. I'll be installing Zubuntu, though, to check it is all working. Now, I know I'm not comparing apples to apples here. XP is, what, 10 years old now? Um, many, anyway. Six, at least, but probably nearer 10. I mean, Zubuntu was the 804 release, so comparing not completely the same thing. But that is kind of my point, actually. I don't have to buy the update for Zubuntu to get to put Vista on this laptop, I have to go and blow 600 bucks on the copy. In fact, it's probably more like 800 because you can only get the ultimate version to do the VMware, whatever, anyway. So it's going to cost me a buttload of money. Whereas with Zubuntu or Fedora or Gentoo or whatever, I can just go and download the ISO and run it. I mean, if Microsoft wants to front me a version of Vista, I will be more than happy to put that on in the VM and I will compare. Or even a trial one, I can try it for you know, like a month or whatever. I will try that. But I'm not going to go and blow 600 bucks on something I'm not going to use, apart from once. So I'm going to try with what I've got, which is XP. One little weird thing actually is Ubuntu, it boots up and asks for which language. I pick the run without touching or computer option for now, and it takes a while to boot up, unpacks from the CD, and so on and so forth. Increases resolution to 800 by 600 as said before, and blah blah blah. Trying to install crashes in the middle, which is really weird. Also, I tried the the new nuisance, new 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 sent GNU sent the whatever the richest Stallman version of, of Linux that isn't Linux. Heard whatever it's anyway that one new GNU sense new whatever whatever it is. But I did try that and that crashed as well. So I think I've got some issues with my VMware session here. So maybe some of the boot some of the boot crashing in Windows was not actually Windows itself, so I really don't know. But anyway, there is my very brief installing Windows. I still hate it, don't want to install it, <laughs> I mean it's just whatever. Anyway, so that's just a brief cover of installing Windows. Thank you for listening. If you've got any questions, you can email me at zokosoru at gmail.com, that's x-ray oscar kilo echo sierra oscar romeo uniform at gmail.com or you can visit me at zoke.org, x-ray oscar kilo echo dot oscar romeo golf. Thank you for your time, and you've been listening to Hacker Public Radio. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.